We have Brock Pierce, the chairman of the Bitcoin Foundation, and to tell us what the heck is going on, should we be buying Bitcoin or selling it short? Brock Pierce, tell us. Uh, Well, um, generally, I don't advise anyone to short anything unless you're a sophisticated trader because markets can stay irrational longer than you can be liquid, whatever the asset, unless you know what you're doing. Avoid shorts in general. Um, going long, um, you know, the old adage of buy, you know, uh, buy low is, is there. And so uh, it's counterintuitive. You know, people tend to buy when things are high, when it's exuberant and markets are exciting, you know, and people jump in at the top. Um, but the smart trader, you know, usually buys when things are low. And so on that basis, generally speaking, um, yeah, this is an interesting time to be buying Bitcoin. This is the one time that I would actually say, uh, yeah, yes, you should. And the advice I give is if you don't own any Bitcoin, I do not encourage you to um, uh, make a financial investment. I encourage you to make an investment in yourself. Go buy $20 worth of Bitcoin if you don't own any. If $20 is too much, go buy 10 If 10 is too much, go buy 5 yeah. You buy a little bit. What you're doing is you're investing in yourself. You're investing in your own knowing. You're investing in your own future. And then you can make informed decisions for yourself going yeah. forward. Hey, Brock, this is Ryan Payne here. And I, I, but why buy Bitcoin when I could buy, let's say, the S&P 500, where I get 500 companies that have earnings that clearly have an intrinsic value? You know, if I bet Bitcoin, I mean, it's nice to look at on a screen, but, I mean, the reality of it is it doesn't pay a dividend. There's no profits. Um, and as store value of money, we know it fluctuates like crazy. So, you know, wh- why wouldn't I just buy the S&P 500 that has all those physical assets and buy just a digital coin? Like, what's the rationale behind it? Well, I'm not going to go too deep into the S&P 500 sort of bet if that's the, the place where you want to invest your money. By all means, you should. That is the, call it the, the traditional sort of thing to do. Um, this is an alternative asset class. And again, I mean, the first thing I would encourage someone to do is not to make a financial bet but to make an investment of their their time and an understanding of what's happening. The world is changing. And this alternative asset class is so unconventional that it breaks the mold. It doesn't fit into any of the, call it, standard paradigm. And so the first thing you have to do is learn and and, and, and try to understand why is this thing exists and why is it interesting. Now, to, to simply state what it is, it's kind of like digital gold. Um, and, and you said that it doesn't pay a dividend. Uh, the markets have evolved uh, a lot since Bitcoin first started, and now you've got what they call DeFi or decentralized finance, which isn't really decentralized, but it's uh, a markets now exist where you can lend your Bitcoin and generate yield. Uh, the yield uh, markets do exist. Again, these are it's still early days. It's the Wild West, but the Wild West did become California. So uh, in the beginning, it can be a little bit uh, um, uh, dangerous, uh, and it Brock. requires some training. Brock, uh, Brock Pierce, how many countries, uh, I know you've been traveling a lot, how many countries are accepting Bitcoins as legal uh, currency or, uh, or whatever you want to call it? Uh, legal tender, which tender. is a very specific yeah, de- designation. So President Bukele of El Salvador uh, made Bitcoin legal tender. It's officially a currency in that country. You have a bunch of other countries that are passing legislation. I travel around the world meeting with the presidents and prime ministers and legislators and things. I'm dealing with over 40 nation states right now. Uh, was just in the Dominican Republic for the government's uh, future of finance, future of money conversation led by the former president and um 
uh, uh, let's just say governments all over the world are very, very interested in the future and understanding what they can do to benefit from it. And so what you're seeing is governments passing laws, what El Salvador did, making it like legal currency or tender is a big thing. Most people are making smaller steps, smaller legislative steps. And what they're trying to do is attract capital. Yeah, because what we see is if a country passes legislation that is favorable for the future, that says we believe in the future, we want the future in our country, we want innovation, we want change, some of the wealthiest, most interesting people in the world, kind of like Atlas Shrugged, start coming to your country, and, and you're seeing material impact as a result of it. We're coming. Thank you, uh, Brock Pierce, and uh, good luck. And uh, uh, we're coming up onto a break, and we'll catch up again real soon. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're going to be uh, listening to Lou Dobbs and see what he has to say about the markets, and then we're, I think we're going to have a break, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about congestion pricing, oh Senator Alphonse God, congestion D'Amato. Pricing. You, you want to give me a headache with congestion pricing? What a con game. You, you, that, that's a con game. Let's go, let's go to uh, Lou, Dobbs. Uh, Lou Dobbs. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.